You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. We have another amazing guest on the show, Lene Brody, senior Hollywood reporter or senior entertainment reporter currently with Hollywood Life, but you are just like a pop culture expert. So this is one of our most exciting interviews right now. <laughs> I'm so honored. Thank you so much. I'm glad, you know, we got to know each other a little bit at the um, Real Houses of Salt Lake City virtual panel, Rest in Peace BravoCon. Um, so I'm thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Lene, you have my dream job. Like I've always wanted to be an entertainment reporter. So, I mean, this podcast gives me a little slice of that, but I'm just so excited to kind of talk about your space and your world and all the breaking Bravo news that we've received today. Yes. Gosh, it's been so crazy. Bananas. I mean, originally we went into this thinking like, oh, we're going to ask you some questions about celebrities and being a, you know, a reporter and how you prepare for interviews. But now knowing while that's happened, we have to dive into Erica Jane and this divorce drama. She's now being sued for embezzling money. Yeah, I saw that headline first thing this morning. That is crazy. I I mean, I adore all my housewives. I really do. And so, you know, I I always, no matter what the situation, I'm a firm believer that there's two sides to every story. And until there are all the facts laid out there, which I'm sure, knowing Erica Jane, you know that she's getting her facts in order of what she needs to do to protect herself. I'm not I, I, I won't even read the stories until, like, we hear from the queen herself. Do you think she really addresses it, though? Or do you think – I mean, she'll issue some sort of statement, right? I mean, I'm sure that her team is putting a plan in place on how to handle this as we speak, or they were working on it yesterday. I'm sure they knew the news was coming out. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure right now she's taking her time on figuring out like her, her plan. She's a smart cookie. Let me tell you, that girl is smart. Look at the empire she's built. Like she is really knows her shit. And, you know, I have no doubt that we will be hearing from Queen EJ at some point in the near future. I think so, too. And I know when she announced it, I just said, like, something in my gut is, like, there's something odd with the timing of this because she announced it on Election Day. Uh, Can we, like, talk about that for a second? Because when I saw that come out, I remember texting it to a friend and I was like, boss, bitch, move. I was, like, literally bowing down because that is aggressive AF and I am here for that kind of shit. I hate on a Friday at 5 p.m. when we get an alert for, like, 
somebody getting a divorce. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Could you have not at the very least done this this morning? Like now the courts are closed. I have to wait till Monday. And by Monday, people are not going to really care about this person's divorce. That's, that's someone who has a good publicist right there when someone pulls a move like that. So you know what? Erica knew what she was doing by announcing it then. People got a little sidetracked with it. And, you know, they are in production. Well, like sort of right now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think we will see it probably all played out as much as possible on the next season of The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. So I also wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't say too much about anything going on in her personal life right now. I also just wouldn't be surprised to your point, Lene, her getting ahead of it because let her control that narrative. I feel like pull a page out of the Smiths, Will Smith, (laughs) never thought I'd be saying this, Will Smith and Erica Jane, but like control that narrative, that cheating scandal kind of I mean, yeah, it came out, but they shared the story and confronted it head on and it kind of went away on its own. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I don't think she'll go to that extent and have her own red table, but I think (laughs) she'll release a statement and put it out there and it's it's enough is enough. It's been talked about because eventually she's going to have to do press for Beverly Hills and it's going to be kind of a hard thing for people not to ask her. Totally, totally. And like I said, she's a smart cookie. And she knows what she's doing. Um, I would say out of every house, I've probably interviewed every housewife to date at this point in my career with being at In Touch and Life and Style for a decade and now at Hollywood Life for a little over two years. And I will say she is one of the smartest businesswomen out there of all the housewives. So she knows what she's doing. Um, I love her dearly and I wish her nothing but the best. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think this is going to be what people look for in the season. And there's so many, I think there's going to be other things in Beverly Hills after a very produced fake feeling season with Denise. And we love Denise and we loved her on the show, but this last season, I just felt like she tried to control her image too much and that never plays out well. But I think this is going to be one of the main reasons that people tune in and it might be what draws people back to Beverly Hills. Yeah, it it could. I mean, you know, also, I mean, how could we not talk about Kathy Hilton joining and you know once that went through Kyle Richards was sitting there like squirming despite the fact that they're like yeah we're good we're good like let's be real we know that's not the truth um so I think there's a lot of things and I'm really excited for the new girl and the new blood I I like that we're announcing it now I mean I remember back in the day when I broke the story that Lisa Rinna was joining the Real Houses of Beverly Hills (laughs) um and I was like oh my god this is gonna be exciting but like you know when I like comment requested bravo being like hey like i have this tip and they'd be like oh no that's not true we're not commenting now they get ahead of it by being like yep here's our new housewife so we're gonna break it so you can't break us break it for us so that's what happens now because of people like me but (laughs) and social media like we see people filming and we're like oh that chick has been in every single like scene with somebody they're definitely a housewife like we knew what to look for. So I, I like that they get ahead of it now too. Totally, totally. They make my job a little bit more stressful and harder <laughs> and upset because there is no better feeling as a reporter than breaking a good story. But I will say they can have their moment. It's fine. You'll you'll break another big one. I, I mean, you've broken so many other big stories that you'll break like a big one again. I know it. I hope so. I had I had production shut down on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last week, actually. Like, I came out of Soul Cycle and I had two missed calls from a source. And I'm like, oh, shit. What, what? This is the day before Thanksgiving. What could this be about? And then they told me, like, hey, production's been shut down. We got a call this morning. 
And I was like, what? So that was my biggest one in the last couple days that I really am proud of, even though it's really sad. I hope everybody's okay. Um, but still, like, wow. Wow, right? So many houses yeah. shut down this year. It's crazy. It's been – I'm sure very challenging, but it's been hard for us as viewers because we hear about this and then it's like they don't – I don't know if they're going to cover it in the show or how much we're going to see of the actual shutdown. But so you were talking about how you get sources and tips and stuff. How do you know like what's real and what's not? I mean I know you have vetted sources, but like if you get one from someone new, do you just trust your gut or how do you look into it? So I'll kind of like look into who they are. I mean, I will say it's very rare nowadays that I just get like a random texting me. I mean, sometimes you'll get like a publicist call you or whatever. But like, like if you reach out for a comment request or something, but like random sources, I mean, I feel like I've been doing this so long now that like, it's rare, like, especially during COVID, because a lot of times back in the day, back in my heyday, when I first started, I would, (laughs) I was meeting people out and about on carpets at events, talking to people, whatever here's my card here's this like hustling like the young 20 something I year old I once was and now it's like all about like relationships and knowing people I mean you know sometimes I'll get connected through sources through other friends or something like that but I think it's especially during COVID it's like kind of harder to like meet new people and get new tips and when the ladies were on lockdown especially in like filming from home oh my god it was so hard because nothing was happening (laughs) I didn't think about that, but there was no tip. Yeah. And there's nothing being posted to social media to help you like see something in the background. No. And that's when we started doing um, a lot of our interviews. Like, I I mean, I've always covered the Bravo Beat. I've always interviewed them like when the shows are coming out or whatever. But when everybody was locked down, I was like, okay, how can we get creative? Oh, Emily's trying to lose weight. Let's follow her fitness journey. Or Jen Aiden, like she and I were talking and like, she's like, fuck girl, I got COVID. And I'm like, well, can you come on my Instagram live series and talk about it? So like we started kind of like doing that kind of stuff. And then like once things started reopening, it was like, well, how are you guys going to do this? Like, how is this going to happen? And like, obviously there's been some hiccups, but every lady I've talked to says Bravo is doing an amazing job. And when Cynthia Bailey went through with that wedding and like one of my best friends in the entire world was there. And like, they even said, they're like, do you realize that not one person from Cynthia's wedding contracted COVID? Not oh one. Oh my gosh. And I was like, that girl needs a crown because when I saw that going down, I'm like, you're going to get COVID and you're going to get COVID. So did I. I was like, that's like the super spreader event, especially it's so... much as they tried to not social distance. And I mean, all, all the photos you, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually had. I had a great tip from inside the wedding that night was that Kenya Moore apparently went up to guests and like would yell at them, like not yell, but like get, like say something to them if they weren't masked. She'd be like, mask up. And I'm like, good for Kenya. Good for Kenya. Yeah. Always good for Kenya. I'm always here for a good Kenya Moore moment. But I was like, good for her. Like, so you know what? Cynthia pulled it off. Props to her. She's my girl. I love her dearly. I'm so happy for her and Mike's side note. But like, I couldn't I, – I think it's almost, like, amazing that they're testing every day for Atlanta and, you know, somebody got it and same with Beverly Hills. But Homegirl can throw a 250-person wedding and not one person had COVID. Like, wow. That is kind of crazy. She needs to, like, write an article about it then. Whatever she did worked. And not saying, like, we necessarily need to have events with 250 people right now, but – I mean, she's doing something right. Good Absolutely. for her. Absolutely. I, I, Yeah. I don't know how she did it, but good for her is right. 
Lene, since this year has been the year of housewives leaving, like I feel like 2020 oh is God. the year of the OGs. I'm still leaving. I'm Have still you shocked. been, were you able to get like a heads up on any of that? Or was that pretty, was that information on lockdown a lot too? So a lot of it, I feel like was on lockdown. Like Dorinda, I woke up to the news, like the rest of the world. Nini, I was hearing for a really, really long time, a lot of the back and forth, um, what was going to happen with that. Um, you know, obviously she has this new show coming out with Brad Goreski, but it's on E. So we were like, okay, well, that's like a sister network to Bravo. So like, I see that working out. And I kind of feel like for Nini, like if, it, I mean, I've seen episode one already of Atlanta and even watching it, like, could she have been there? Yes, but like, does she fit in anymore because she's not friends with anyone really but Portia or Marlo? No. So I'm still devastated. I, I will say Dorinda hit me the hardest. Like, I'm going to miss Vicky a lot, going to miss Tamara. I could see one of them coming back. I've been hearing since Dorinda left that this is not the end of Dorinda. Um, so I was really shocked by some more than others. Nini, I would say I was the least shocked, Dorinda the most. I think I was shocked at how much I missed Tamara. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that, but in watching OC, I'm like, we need her back. We need Tamara back. I know that fans have been up in Andy's you know where discussing this. And I'm totally here for a Tamara, a Tammy Sue moment in next season. Like I hope, I hope we have I I'm feeling there's definitely gonna be a shakeup in Orange County next year. Oh, there absolutely. Needs. And yeah, I mean Tamara and Bronwyn are friends. And speaking of more breaking news, our girl Bronwyn is announced that she is a lesbian, which we're so happy. You guys know that we're friendly and friends with Bronwyn, so we're we're happy for her. So happy for her. I love her. She's such good people. I know this season has been really hard, just as a viewer to watch and someone who knows her personally. She's such a sweetheart. And I, I think this will probably help viewers who have maybe kind of been on the fence about her understand the full picture now. I think it's crazy, too, to think it's 2020. Housewives has been going on for 15 years, and this is our first openly gay housewife. There's been some that are say they're bisexual. We had a couple of people message us like, what about Barb? Barb said she dipped her toes in the lady pond. But, like, this is the first time somebody's truly come out saying I'm gay. And I think that's just crazy that it's been this long and this is our first. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Bravo has done a really nice job of like really trying to diversify their talent now um, in the last year. And I have a feeling if I had to guess that we are going to start seeing some more openly gay housewives in 2021 added to cast. Ooh. I have a feeling. I really do. I feel like is that a feeling or do you know? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, and if you think about it, it's like, okay, Jersey wrapped and that's gonna premiere. We're hearing sometime in the winter, like early, early spring, late winter is what I'm hearing. Um, New York, I would expect a later spring date. I know those ladies are still in production, and I'm sure we're gonna see a Hamptons trip with Christmas time right around the corner. You know, Dallas we have coming up in January. Um, I'm, I mean, in Beverly Hills will probably be, oh gosh, I mean, I don't even know what, like late spring, early summer. Um, and then we'll start recycling everybody all over again. I'm sure, Pot I know Potomac, obviously their reunion filmed a couple weeks ago. They'll probably get back into the swing of things in January or February. So, you know, I don't know, but you know, Bravo likes a good cast shake up here and there. 
So speaking of housewives, you've said you've interviewed every single one. Have you had a like an awkward or like a really funny moment that just stands out as like, oh my God, this this interview sets apart from other housewives? Oh my God, this is such a good question. I don't know. I've had I've literally think I've interviewed every housewife at BravoCon for the Watch What Happens live episode. I got to talk to every single person that was on that stage. Oh my God. Wait a minute. We gotta talk about that. That Watch What Happens Live. I don't even know. It was like a religious experience. Like it was. sitting in this, oh my gosh, I just like reliving it. I'm picturing everybody coming out. I mean, we knew there was gonna be a lot of people, but we had no idea it was gonna be every single Bravo show had somebody come out. It was literally the church of Andy Cohen. And it was the best moment of my life. Who and- backstage, sorry to interrupt you, because as we're talking about this, I'm having flashbacks of the girl who had vomit. <laughs> vomit next to us oh, yeah. how shit faced she was. But I want to know who was the drunkest Bravo lab <laughs> that you saw in the church of Andy. Ooh, you know, um, okay, so I actually posted, I had an amazing moment that I've shared on social media that still to this day goes down as probably, and I'm a mother, it goes down in history as the greatest moment of my life. Um, I will never forget when Bravo emailed me asking me to moderate a panel at BravoCon, which went down as probably the second greatest moment of my career. If no, the first great, the second, because <laughs> the first was actually moderating it. Um, and they didn't tell me what it was going to be. They kind of like asked or like, what, what would you be interested in? And I'm like, you could literally throw me on stage with like, I don't know, like Kim Zolciak's like youngest kids and all like, <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll yeah. figure it out. Um, so I, anyways, I got, I got a below deck panel with Kate and Ben. So it was like amazing. Awesome. And I'm backstage prepping and I walk backstage. This is like literally every Bravo fanatic stream. And I walk backstage into their quote unquote green room. And I had my best friend, one of my best friends from college, Sherry. She flew all the way from LA with me. She was sitting there like literally going up my dress, miking me. Cause like low key didn't have underwear or like my bra, like my tightest <laughs> bra on. Like I was so nervous, like sweating everywhere, trying to figure out where to clip this. Cause I didn't think of like, where am I going to clip a mic? Like under this like little tight dress. And I get back into the, I, I come out of the dressing room or of the bathroom and like there is Dorinda like right in front of me and I'm like oh oh my god hi can we take a picture and she's like of course so we take a picture and then I come around the corner and like there's Dolores Katania I'm like Dolores she's like Lene love her so like we're talking and then I see Melissa Gorga and she's drunk in the and she's like openly drunk in the makeup chair just hanging out and she's like I went to the top chef brunch this morning and like I made it boozy and blah 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 and then Bronwyn walks in Tom and Ariana from the Vanderpump Rules walk in Captain Lee He's back there with his wife, Captain Sandy. Um, um, Jen Aiden walks in, Margaret, like all of my people. And like, mind you, I've lived in LA and worked this beat for over 12 years, almost 12 and a half. But like, I've gone to New York on my own accord on a several occasions for like fashion weeks or whatever. I even back in the way back in the day, I got to um, do some photo shoots at Teresa Giudice's house um, with all the girls. I've got great stories from there of my days at In Touch. And so, I'm back there with all these Bravo labs, okay? And like a lot of them we've just talked on the phone. We've done IG lives, like whatever it is. So like we know each other, but like we've never met. And so I literally sat there and I'm like, if you're on Bravo, come here right now. We're taking a picture. And I wrangled all of these bitches into one photo. Oh my God. 
one of the Bravo reps who was back there with me, she goes, do you mind if I jump in? I don't even think she said, do you mind? I think she said, Linnea, I'm jumping in. And it is still to this day, not only is it like my best Bravo moment and my best picture, like with all of this talent, but some of the ladies still will message me being like, this was the greatest moment of my entire life. And I'm so glad that we have this moment on camera. Uh, Because when are you going to get everybody in one little room like that together? It's like it was beyond iconic, beyond iconic. So that's that beats the Grammy self or the uh, Oscar selfie that Ellen DeGeneres did. Like for me, what you're describing, everyone in that picture, like that's, I want that like hung in my house as a huge like mural. Like that's unbelievable. No, and yeah. I, I recorded a lot of it. So I have like, I'm talking to Melissa in the makeup chair and like I put that on my social. I mean, BravoCon for me was like the happiest weekend of my life. I didn't sleep. I literally live, eat and sleep Bravo on a good day. So like actually getting to do it in my favorite city was amazing. Like I've been to the clubhouse, which like obviously your first time is really special. And then like I went, I was there in February right before the shit storm happened with my boyfriend at the time. And like he had gone like back there, like right peeing after, right after Andy Cohen. And I'm like, my first time I would have been like jizzing my pants with excitement for this moment. But now I'm like, this is like my fifth time in the clubhouse. Like, <laughs> but like, it's still exciting. Like I always make the rounds every time I'm there. Like I have lunch with people from Bravo. I go to the clubhouse. It's like my New York tradition every single time but like there's just so many moments are like also like I wear Lisa I have Lisa Rinna leggings and I wear those with I have a Lisa Rinna mask and like every time I wear them without fail she like reaches out to me and reposts every single time um I love her love her people like she's so great she's so funny and I mean there's just so there's so many memories I'll never forget like last year Caroline Manzo texted me the night before Thanksgiving and she's like my brother and I are doing this cooking show we're gonna release it on Friday do you mind taking a look at it this is the night before Thanksgiving I was like of course I watched it and she's like can I give you the exclusive and I remember like writing it up at like 11 o'clock the night before Thanksgiving for Caroline and like just like fun moments like that that I've like spent so long like working for those relationships for that like I could go on and on but like it's moments like that that like really truly makes me value my Bravo relationships I mean Lone like we can do a mom's trip. You can take us to the clubhouse. We've never been. You can be You've part of our been? first. No, we've never no, been. You can make God. us be part of your, you know, our first time since you it's say it's special. so fun. Like I remember I was there one time with Candy Burris and Tiny and that was around Christmas time. The last time I was there, the guest was, oh my God, who what, was it? I think it was uh, Gigi from Shaw's. She was pregnant. I can't remember who the other one was. They've come to LA a bunch of times. I always go when they're in LA, like with all the Vanderpump girls was one time. It's so fun. It's so, so, so fun. And then, you know, there's lots of like, I hate to like say this, but like regular Joe's there. And I'm like, what are you, how did you get in here? They're like, oh my God, I'm like the biggest fan. What do you do? And then I tell them and they're like, oh my God, can I follow you? And I like, it, it makes my day. Cause like I've spent 12 and a half years working for someone to say that to me. So it's I, so fun. Oh. I love that you're such a fan. I feel like some people are like, I really don't get that into the shows because I hate when people act like, oh, because I talk to the housewives all the time, I'm not really that into the show. Like, I love that you're like, I love it. I love the show. Meeting these people, having relationships with them has been like the most fulfilling 
part of my professional and personal career. Like, I just love that you're like such a fan. It's so like refreshing to hear it. I'm such a fan. Like Leanne Lockett, every time she comes into town, we do breakfast at like eight in the morning. She's the only person. Yes. Like she's like the only one. I actually reposted if you go on my, well, it won't be there probably by the time this comes out, but (laughs) I posted a picture of she and I with Carrie Duber out at um, the Abbey, which is almost like the roundup. And I made her, I made her do this when we were there. I'm like, tell me they're just hands. And then somebody needs to say, he got his dick sucked at the roundup. I'm like, that's my favorite. I know. Ever. I used to redo that all the time on our podcast. And I didn't even watch much of Dallas yet, but I was like, he got his dick sucked at the, the roundup. Yeah. I know the people who did it. And yep. it's just like, oh my God. She's so, oh, she better come back. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast. But like <laughs> I mean, I have so many fun moments like like that that like I just oh God. I love them all. And it's it's so nice to like, I mean, I've been doing this for so long now. I, I one time did a Santa shoot with Lisa Vanderpump at her her, um, at Villa Rosa with Jax and the Toms. And I think it was Peter. They were dressed up as elves and they were carrying her on a sleigh. This was for like a cover. Oh, I remember for, this picture. Oh my God. For I remember and yes. I was pregnant AF, like 37 weeks. I was literally having at the time what felt like lightning bolts going off in my vagina. And, oh, yeah. and she said to me, she turns around and looks at me. She goes, darling, are you going to deliver that baby here? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Don't worry. And I'm like sitting there cringing because like I was like, shit, am I going into labor at Lisa Vanderpump's house? Like I really thought I was. Anyways, after the shoot, she came up to me and she like wanted me. She's like, I've never had a home birth here. Like, would you be down? And I was like, uh, what? So we like that was like my best Lisa Vanderpump moment. Um, but I have story. Oh, and me and Joyce, we have the same OBGYN. We discovered that when we went to lunch at the polo lounge one time. I, I mean, I just have crazy, crazy stories of these ladies over the years. I love them all so dearly. They're such a fun group of people. And yes, I feel like you have to be a fan to really cover the beat, right? Yes, you have to. Well, for those of us that want to listen to your videos and read the articles about the housewives, we want it to be from people who love them as much as us. So like as, you know, listeners and readers of all of this housewife media out there, we love it when it's real fans. So and that's why I think we've loved following you. And then when you were talking about BravoCon at the Salt Lake happy hours, like, oh, I I love that you were so excited about it. It wasn't just a job for you. No, it was not. When I was told like, hey, you're going and like you're moderating a panel, I was like, is this real life? Like I kept pinching myself. I was actually in Turks and Caicos when the head publicist for Bravo at the time was like, here's your panel. And I'm like floating in the ocean. And I'm like, (laughs) is this real life? Like, is this real life? It was honestly the best weekend of my life. I had all my outfits planned out. I ordered a hat for my panel that I still use when I do my lives below deck people. I still wear my hat, my sailor's hat every single time. So, oh my God, I love that. Yes. I always come to theme. Are you kidding? Like I did Jen Shaw, Salt Lake City. I like put on a beanie and like, I think I wore a coat, brought my snowflakes. Like I will always be here for a good Bravo theme and keep it real. Oh my God. That's, that's why we love you. Okay. So before we go though, we have to know what is your tagline? Oh my God. I've had so many this year. So I like, I long story short, tore my ACL back in March, broke up with my boyfriend two days before surgery and like have been really on a passionate fitness journey, which by the way, shout out to my girl, Emily Simpson, because we DM each other all the time to like keep each other going. And, um, so my tagline a few months ago that I was really proud of said these days, 
um, this face is masked, so I'm letting my body do all the talking, which I love. And but that one's out there. So this one was private for our panel, but I would like to make this one public now. So my tagline is going to say, "As a reporter, my job is to dig up the truth. So if you lie to me, you better bring your own shovel." Hashtag shout out to my ex. Ooh, oh my draw! I mean, I can think of a better draw. way to end this episode than literally, with that. <laughs> literally, yes, yes. So, thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for joining us. And real quick, remind everyone where they can follow you on Instagram at Lene Brody, L A N A E B R O D Y. Perfect, and we will tag you as well. Thanks so much, Lene. Thank you guys so much. This was so fun. Thank you. We say this every single time, but there really is nothing better than talking with someone who loves Bravo as much as all all of us do. I mean, we tune into every episode, good or bad seasons. We talk about it with our friends. We're making memes, sharing memes. We're messaging each other about who we like and who we don't like. And it's just so fun to have somebody so into that world, but also as big of a fan as us. And that's why we just love talking with Lene so much. We will definitely be having her back on the podcast. With that being said, we have a lot of exciting interviews coming up over the next couple of weeks to get us through the end of 2020. Guys, we're almost there. It's almost over. We we did it. So to help celebrate all of the struggles we've been through this year, uh, please make sure that you're following along with us. What better way to celebrate 2020 than to follow Real Moms of Bravo? Because we will give you a great distraction from the craziness that is this world with Bravo news, random tidbits, uh, just things happening in our life that are making us laugh. And also make sure you're subscribing to this podcast, Real Moms of Bravo. When you hit that subscribe button, it takes just one extra little step, hit five stars. If you have 30 seconds left uh, in your day. Uh, Make sure you leave us a review as well. It truly makes a difference. We say it every time. I know for those of you who've been listening for two years, like we get it, we get it, but we are so close to getting back to our five stars and we would love to be there so that we continue to get great guests like Lene. And with that, we will catch you next week. Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets, and all your stress seems to melt away, like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now, and for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment.